Just because something is done in your country doesn't make it wrong in another country. You go to other countries in order to experience the culture, to experience the differences, to experience and embrace how their way of living is different than yours. Welcome to the Push Podcast. Why push? Because a nudge is just too friendly. And friend, we're here to help you get your shit together. I'm Eddie. And I'm Janelle. And we're the Copelands. We've got three daughters, two businesses, a mortgage, and lots of responsibilities. So just like you, we're struggling to find that perfect balance of ambitious go-getter hustle while still staying present, loving our kids, and working on our relationship. (laughs) And doing the laundry, going to the grocery store. Oh, and don't forget being mindful. Yeah, all of the stuff. (laughs) So if you're juggling all the things, but you're also trying to get to the next level, guess what? You're in the right place. So get ready to be pushed. All right, so welcome back to part two of Problems in Paradise, I guess. (laughs) So... Uh, We left you with the Athens. We're sitting on the balcony. We're enjoying the view. It's our last morning there. We're getting ready to leave. Uh, We've got a driver picking us up soon to take us to board our ferry, which the ferry boat is going to take us to the next stop, which is Noxos. Yeah. So I'm sitting on the balcony. I'm in complete serenity. I'm ready to go. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I'm realizing that it is not allowing me to check in. And so I go, okay, now I need to, you know, Janelle comes out and I said, God, it's not letting me check in. And, you know, we're like, okay, we'll she just call. So I pick up the phone, I call the ferry and I'm like, hey, I just wanted to check in, but it's not allowing me to check in online. And she goes, oh, you didn't get our message? I was like, no. Oh, it's been terminated. She said, your ferry is terminated. And it will like, not. Terminated? Send- what does that mean? Yeah. It's canceled. And I was like, okay, well, did you. Do we have another ferry you're putting us on? He goes, no, we have no ferries leaving today. Thank you. What? Okay. She said, you should have got a message. By the way, this is in broken English. Right. Should have got a message. Thank you. And I'm like, so you can go tomorrow. I'm like, tomorrow doesn't work. What? She said, your ferry is terminated. This is the second time (laughs) we don't have transportation (laughs) to where we're going. However, so so we have no way to get to Noxos, which is another island hours away, right? And so we do have a driver coming to evict us and pick <laughs> us up from our flat. Right. And so we've we've got to go, but we have nowhere to really go. We have so, no transportation. So we call Brianna. So Mind I'm, you, there's well, a huge time, time difference, difference, right? So it's now like 10 p.m. for her. She gets out of bed. She's also pregnant and has a two-year-old toddler. Mm-hmm. She finds another company, uh, another ferry company, but the, the ferry is leaving a little bit earlier So then she goes through the trouble of having the driver come get us early. And so we're scrambling around now trying to figure out how to get out of there as soon as possible. So I'm waking everybody up. Mm -hmm. Hey, you got to pack. Our ferry got canceled. We got another uh, ferry. And everybody's like, what? Huh? They're like waking up. And so then now we're rushing to pack to get out of there on time so that we can catch this ferry to take us to Noxos. Okay. So this driver comes to pick us up, you guys. And again, like a Mercedes truck bus thing. This right? one was, I think, a little newer. Right. It was nice. It was and nice. all of our luggage fit and it was nice and air conditioned. The guy didn't speak any English, but Whatever. he goes Whatsoever. to pull out of, again, their streets look like alleys, They're right? Very, very, very narrow. narrow. 
somehow they like go up on the curb and they can pass each other at the same time. But like when six people are walking down this, we can't all six walk at the same time. That's how narrow it is. Right. So I don't know how they actually drive down it, but they do. They're fantastic drivers. So we go to pull out and I'm like, he's not going to be able to get out because there's a huge truck that's parked right there, like a big garbage truck or something. Mm-hmm. He proceeds to try anyways. And then I'm like, okay, well, now we're officially stuck. And he inches back, inches forward, inches back. I mean, I am talking like centimeters and inches, right? And I'm like, at this point, I'm a good driver. Like, I'm a good parker, like all of this. And I'm like, at this point, I would just get out if I were him. And I would go bang on the garbage truck and tell them (laughs) to move. Who has this truck, right? We all need to pick up this truck. And we need to move (laughs) the car physically with our hands in order for me to get out here. So we're like, great. We're stuck. And we're going to miss the ferry and whatever. Somehow he winds up. Literally, Kayla is watching on the side. And she's like, her eyes are so open. He's like a half an inch away from hitting the truck moves forward an inch, goes back a half an inch. I don't know how he did it, but somehow he deserved a standing ovation. He gets it us free. Was not we possible. literally start clapping because it was impossible it was for sure. Impossible. No one else could. Jordan goes, I'm going to tell you right now, Greek drivers are the best drivers on the planet. Yeah. Like, so he shout out. maneuvered that thing perfectly. Like a boss. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we make it to the ferry. Somehow Brianna winds up to surprising us and we we show the tickets. We're just like happy to be there, whatever. We made it. Now we get to move on with our, you know, trip. And they escort us up to this VIP area on the ferry. And it was amazing. And we got to watch the Olympics. And so Jasmine gets sick in the car on a boat <laughs> uh, anywhere. She gets sick walking from her bedroom to the bad. bathroom. <laughs> So we all start popping drama means because we had an issue with a boat ride in Thailand a few right. years ago. So we learned. And so we learned. So now we travel with drama mean. I take two. Jasmine takes two. Eddie takes two. I was encouraged to take two. I have no you idea took why. One? I took two. Okay. I have no all idea All I know, why. you guys, is 30 minutes into the trip, they're all passed out. I, I completely mean, knocked out, like for down for the count. No. And, you know, the crazy thing was it was like... Horrible. I felt like I was drugged and I drugged myself. Right. And it was like, I couldn't keep my eyes open. I was like, I don't want this no more. I don't want this no more. I want to be back to my regular self, but I couldn't. I would watch like four minutes of the Olympics and I would fall asleep, wake up, and it was a whole entire different event. And I was just like, oh my God, who won? Jasmine's limbs fell asleep. Like she was like panicking. She said her mouth was asleep. I was like, how did your mouth fall asleep? I don't know what happened, but all of y'all were knocked out and I was perfectly fine. I watched all the Olympics. I think you're used to drugs. I think you are very, you are conditioned (laughs) for drug use. So the ferry stopped at many different ports, right? So there's different islands. We learned that when we go back to Greece, we will be visiting Crete. Mm. Um, There's another island. Mykonos? Uh, well, Mykonos is another island, but there's some other islands that I want to visit to you. I'll talk about those later. But so it stops at probably four different islands before it gets to Noxos, which is where we're trying no, to go. No, it just went to it. Went, it, it we left. There was a couple Athens. you were sleeping. No, we left Athens and we had Mykonos and then there was one other stop and then there was Noxos. Mm-hmm. OK, that's questionable because yeah. you were drugged <laughs> anyways. I will say this, that they're really efficient on the ferry. Like yeah. they pull up to the port, people get off within five minutes. They've already 
like unloaded hundreds of passengers and then they set sail again onto the next. If you missed it, oh well, that's your problem. But not only that, the awesome driving translates into the ferries because these ferries are massive. They are driving garbage they trucks are like onto the ferry. Gigantic. And they are they are moving very fast, but they're also maneuvering them, like they're turning them so fast. So that when they get to the next destination, right. they can just drive off. Right. But they yeah, they turn and so they head in and then they make this crazy turn and they back up and they lower this this gate. And then before anyone has stopped, like before the boat has stopped, they're just coming are, off the ramp. Or coming off. Like yeah. it's like and you you would think that they would, you it's know, unsafe. in America, they would say, okay, come to a p complete stop, make sure that, you know, everybody gets off properly. No, they're, uh, it's uh, it's on and off in a matter of minutes. minutes. And mean, not only are, like, not only has the boat not stopped, like the ramp is down and cars are coming down and people are coming down at the same time, at the same time. which would never happen in America. It just would never happen. So we were so like awesome. in awe at the efficiency, right? It's yeah. like you put all these parameters and rules and stuff in America and they're just like, get off. Yeah. This is where you belong. Get off, right? And I was thinking to myself, you know how many people fall asleep Accidents, and then they wake up and they go, and then oh try my to God, sue. you just stop. Yeah. Okay. So the ferry stops in Noxos. We wind up, you know, getting off. And then all we have to do is figure out how to get to our rental car place because Brianna rented a van for us, right? So it's a six passenger van. We have to load all of our luggage, our carry-ons, all of this stuff. Now mind you, walk our time like, has changed because we're early. Right. So we walk like a half a mile in 105 degree heat. Again, we're drenched, pouring in sweat. And we go to the rental car place. And I'm like, hi, we're the Copelands. We're here to pick up a van. You know, we're getting ready to leave the port and go check into our next stay. And she said, oh, you're early. We won't have your car ready until 7. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's 2.30. Summer Willis. And she's like... <laughs> well, we're not going to have it ready till seven. And I was like, okay, well, we're lugging all this luggage. Like, can we leave it here? She's like, oh, we don't have room. I said, this is not going to work for us. Like, I'm already overheating again. Like, it's super hot. We cannot lug around this luggage and waste, you know, and five we're in hours. A port, and so there's people everywhere walking by. Everybody's going somewhere. They're getting on mm -hmm. their boats. They're, you know, this is a fast place environment. So we got to like make a decision because right. there's taxis coming and going and all this stuff. It's just So what man. do we do? So we say, F it. We're not going to wait. The hotel that we're staying at is like 15 minutes, 20 minutes away. So what will we do? Let's try to find a taxi. Let's drive there. And then we'll find a taxi to come back at seven or we'll figure it out later at some point. So we don't fit in a taxi. So we have to separate three take in two. one taxi, right. three in another taxi, take two taxis, cost double the money, whatever. We're not going to wait for five hours. So the taxis take us. And these taxi guys are like, get it done mentality. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's Time go. Time is money. They're let's like, go. They load your suitcases on. They use a bungee cord because it's a regular car. Yeah. It's not a van, <laughs> right? It's a regular car. And we got these large, six large suitcases. 30 inch suitcases. Yeah. And they're just throwing those suckers in the, in the trunk. Zip, you know, using a, a bungee cord and they're off. By the time we got to our, our hotel, because Noxos is not fully paved, right? So wait, 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 wait. They load the luggage and I'm like, that's not going to close. And he goes, oh, it's fine. And then he just puts a bungee cord Boom. and leaves the trunk open. So we get to the hotel and... Right. And so you know, you're driving through Noxos. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. it, it was our favorite island. Dirt roads. It's but it's dirt roads, right? There's no... <laughs> Like there's some paved roads, but you know, when you're getting into the places where they get close to the beach, it's just dirt. 
And so you get to your your destination, your luggage is completely like all the luggage is covered in dirt, yep. right? Not a big deal, whatever. But um, we get to our, our villa and, you know, it was amazing, like right? It's ridiculous this, it's this bananas, amazing. Three-story villa that was like- With a guest house. With a guest house, with a fantastic Infinity view, pool. With an infinity pool. It was like, ugh, this is- this Breathtaking. Is, yeah, this is what it's about, right? Yeah, so I would have never found that on Airbnb. I would right. have never found that myself. But Brianna is familiar with Noxos. She's familiar with the vibe we were looking for. At first, we had a big hotel, I think. But then when we decided to take Eddie's mom, she's like, well, we can get two separate rooms. I said, I don't want to be separate. I want us to be a family and I want us to enjoy the trip together. So whatever it's going to cost us, like, let's figure out how to accommodate everyone. So it had a guest house, which Eddie and I stayed in. The girls had a three-story house. Everybody had a bedroom. It was amazing. And the pool was freaking like breathtaking. Not to mention the private beach. Yeah. Right. And so you come down out of the villa and there's a little area and you look out and there's a beach. You walk out and it's a, like basically a private beach for the villas. Right. There's multiple villas there. And it, you know, it's very secluded. There's no one there. The beach is beautiful. You walk out there, sand, clear water. It's like beautiful. wonderful. So uh, the next and, day. We- well, that night we were like, oh, we need water. We, mm-hmm. You know, when you go travel, you want to drink right. water. You want like so we had to walk to the store. Okay, uh, and they was, say that's about five minutes that way. <laughs> it was a, I actually ran that because I went on a jog. It's a mile, so we walked a mile on this dirt road, which is not five minutes, guys. <laughs> which is not a five minute walk to get to this grocery store. Uh, first, well, that was to get dinner actually. Mm-hmm. So we got dinner that night, and then we had to walk back in the dark, no street lights, no street lights, using for our cell phone mile. lights. Um, so when someone it. in another country tells you it's about five minutes that way, just just know that they might be on a different time schedule than you are, because it was definitely a solid 17 minute walk, <laughs> 17 minutes to get there, 17 minutes to come back. It was not five minutes. So we kept asking like hitchhikers asking, like, we're looking for this restaurant. We don't know the name of the restaurant. Where can we find food? And they're, they're like, like, oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. So we go another, you know, five minutes. Then we go another five minutes, ask somebody else. So just understand when you're asking for directions in another country, just, you know, take it as a grain don't of salt. The time, time, we just kept time going we'll just out of desperation because we had nothing else to eat or drink, <laughs> right? We had no, and then 10 minutes in, we were already committed. So right. whatever. We get there, we have dinner. The next day we wake up and Eddie's like, we have a free day today. So let's just enjoy the beach. Let's just, you know, enjoy blah, 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 blah. We go to the beach. We went to several beaches. There are some beautiful beaches yeah. um, in Knoxville. I think there's one, one of the hostess at one of the restaurants said, hey, this one was actually the top 10, one of the top 10 beaches in the world. Well, we went to the top three beaches in Knoxville, right. which I can link in the show notes for you, but definitely like a must see just gorgeous. Like right. everywhere there's water, everywhere there's a cliff. It was amazing. Then we get a call that night from Brianna saying, Hey, it looks like you guys missed your activity for tonight. You were supposed to go. Okay, wait, let me back up. When we took the taxi from the port, the taxi driver was telling us out how Noxos was the best island. Mm. He said, there's a woman that lives in a village. Her name is such and such. She's a cook. She's the best cook on the island. It was a surprise, but we, um, Brianna had booked a cooking class with that woman in this village on the island of Noxos. So that way we could learn how to, all the secrets of Greek cooking, because we loved everything that we ate. It just tasted so clean. 
we love Mediterranean food and the food was just fantastic. Well, we missed our cooking class. So then we were like begging, can we come tomorrow? Well, she's booked for the rest of the month. So don't, you know, mess up your itinerary like we did because we missed out on that. And that would have been a lot of fun for our family. Then um, the concierge makes reservations as a backup plan for us to go eat at some restaurant. When we tried to call, they answer, they don't speak English, they hang up on you. When you have someone call and speak Greek, then they pull strings for you, get you into some of the top restaurants. And so you got to have friends. You've got to have somebody that's available to make those arrangements for you. So he makes some reservations And this restaurant in Noxos is called Nomads. It was beautiful, fantastic. The cocktails, the short ribs, everything was amazing. Highly recommend it. And it was amazing. Um, We got the slow cooked short ribs. And I was like, oh, my God. Best meat I've ever had in my life. We went back another day as well. Which we said we wouldn't do, but it was so good that we did. Okay, so here's an issue. Paying for your meal in Greece is a problem. Why? Well, you know, here's the thing. So... Every restaurant we went to, you know, we are kind of on L.A. kind of time, right? We, we're fast movers. We're, you, you, we're thinking you're going to get in and out in about an hour, an hour and a half right. at the longest. If you have right? cocktails. But I think in Europe, you know, when you go for dinner, it is a like a three to four hour event. Five. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people are there sitting there and they're socializing, they're drinking, they're eating, and they're taking their time. Well, everything's we, a had not, we didn't adjust to that. So we adjusted, we are like ordering our food you know, and our minds are thinking of our, what we're accustomed to. Wait, time out. So everything is a course in Greece. Like you right. want to start with cocktails. Would you like water? Okay, so they bring that and then you have that when you're done with your cocktails. Do you want any appetizers? We're like, we're, like, we're ready. So the very first time <laughs> the waiter comes over and asks, what do you want to drink? We're like, we'll have water. Here's our cocktails. We want these as appetizers and here's our meal. So they looked at us funny every time. Right. But we were just like, you know, most of the time getting to the restaurants hungry. And so we unloaded our whole order. They brought all the food. We ate it. We drank quickly. And then we're like, okay, can we get our check? And they literally will go, check? You want to pay? You want to pay now? (laughs) And they're like so so dumbfounded, right? So word to the wise, when you travel in Europe, you need to understand that they're on a different time schedule. They're definitely about embracing the time that it takes to have a meal and enjoy it. And you're supposed to have coffee after and you're Mm -hmm. supposed to have drinks and make sure that you enjoy it. So when you make a reservation, they're anticipating you're going to be there for like four or five hours. When you make a reservation in L.A., you guys, they will tell you after an hour and a half, we need the table. Yeah, period. So that's how we were conditioned. But I think one of the points of this when we talk about international travel with you is to say that. Just because something is done in your country doesn't make it wrong in another country. You go to other countries in order to experience the culture, to experience the differences, to experience and embrace how their way of living is different than yours. Yeah. And I think if we weren't so kind of like jet lagged, I think we would have probably taken advantage of that. But well, typically if you and after, I were traveling together alone, we would have taken advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, but there were times where I was like, I'm going to fall asleep at this table right now. Yeah. I'm like, so <laughs> please carry me out of here or, or, or I don't know what we're going to do. But I think I appreciate the fact that like it's about being in the moment. It's right. about like the times you go for dinner, especially at every restaurant. It was a nice restaurant. Right. It wasn't like we everywhere we went, it was fine dining. There's no takeaway. There, yeah. <laughs> And so I think taking our time, I think we will practice next time. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so second morning in Noxos, 
By the way, we had a power outage in our villa that night, and they said that there were rolling blackouts because of the the heat Heat. wave, right? So we had a power outage. We're the kind of people that are like, oh, well, everybody meet outside by the pool. Right. So we go swimming. Not a big deal. The power comes on. Thank God, because we needed the AC. Wake up the next morning, go have breakfast. And Jordan is dying to try a chocolate croissant. And I tell her, hey, I think that their chocolate has Nutella in it. So be careful. She takes a bite of it. We're trying to test it. And within five minutes, we find ourselves in the villa stabbing her in the leg because she's having an allergic reaction and we need an EpiPen, Benadryl, the whole nine. So I'm like, okay, this better work because if it doesn't, Jesus, how do we find a hospital? Like, what do we do? So we had that, which we've dealt with many times. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. So EpiPen in issue. (laughs) Then let's see, we enjoyed the pool. We went out to dinner again. We had another power outage the second night. We met some really great people. Naima and Joe and their son, Jaden, he's 16. He was celebrating his birthday there. We're going to definitely visit them there in Brooklyn. I would say that that's one of the key things you need to do. We're great at making friends. We're great at talking to people at the Acropolis. The tour guide gave everybody like names. We all were gods. Yeah, each of us were gods. And so we remember Mr. Peter and his wife, Julie, and we wound up running into them in Santorini. Yeah, which was so, so bizarre. Great. Yeah, he actually I mean, had the same shorts that you had on <laughs> uh, that you got, got on Instagram. His wife got uh, right. targeted on Instagram. Right. So it was just, I would just say, take the time to get to know people because they gave us such tremendous insight on, you know, oh, it's our second time. We're going here. You've got to visit this. So we were just constantly taking notes of recommendations, which helps you when you return, helps you you know, go to dinner and, and just find great places. And so we made friends um, yeah, we, in every I think, island. I think we made we made friends in every city because we yeah. made we met those the couple, not the couple, but the two individuals that we met in Athens when we were um, we were going to just get you some headache medicine. Mm-hmm. They were eating at that little like takeaway place. And we, we met them. We started talking to them. And we were gone for like 45 minutes and the girls were all upset. Oh, our friends that we made. Yeah. One of them was from New York. I can't remember their names, but we were celebrating one of his birthdays. Yeah. So we just randomly make friends no matter where we go. And I think that that's super helpful. Yeah. Because and it's again, very easy because you just listen for a, an American accent and you go, oh, you're an American. Where are you from? And yeah. all of a sudden you got a conversation going. But also we spent the day at a beach in Noxos and some. W- this was before we were going to Santorini and one of the local residents yeah, just happened to be Paris. spending his day off there. Yeah. And he was a Coast Guard in Greece. Mm-hmm. And so he's enjoying the beach day with his family. And he says, Greek people, we take our coffee serious. He's the one that actually told us how to order proper coffee yeah. and what to expect because we were all jacked up, like getting the wrong thing. And so he helped us with that. He also told us that he said, where are you going? I said, we're going to Santorini tomorrow. He goes, oh, the death stone of Greece. <laughs> what? He goes, we call it the death stone of Greece. It's hot as hell there. It's basically on a volcano. It There's is. two active volcanoes there. So it's hot as hell in Santorini. And like, we're literally like, the, wait, the what? Island, Santorini is literally built off of lava. Like, the lava ash. <laughs> and, and that is where they built the island off right. of, which is crazy to me. And that's what he was like. It's the death stone of Greece. But yeah. He said, funny. when people die, we jokingly say, oh, he's gone to Santorini. Yeah. We're like, wait, are we going to die when we go there? He goes, no, you got to go. You got to visit. But 
nobody wants to live there. It's right. like congested and it's hot as hell. And so people don't live there. They just visit there. And, so, and which is so ironic because mm-hmm. that is a place where everyone wants to go to Santorini to take photos. Right. And it's the Instagram place because of, uh, is it, what's the name of the city? It's called Ia, but Ia. it looks like Oi, Oya. Ia, right. And so O-I-A. that's where, you know, you have the white, the, the blue tops, the white buildings and every, it's all kind of cascading down towards the water. And you don't realize that that is built off of volcano ash, mm-hmm. right? Like that is like what the island is built off of. And it's, it's pretty crazy and it's, it's bizarre, but it's beautiful at the same time. It's built off of destruction. Right. So this new friend that we made who was a local, he said, next time you come, go to Crete. Yeah. Crete's one of the most beautiful islands. And then he also said the Ionian Island. Mm-hmm. Highly recommended. So Eddie and I are already planning another trip for just us. Okay. So we finish up at Noxos. We check out of our villa. We take our truck plus a taxi because the luggage doesn't fit. Right. And we go to the ferry port. We have a great breakfast. We get on the ferry. We are not in VIP this time. We get to Santorini. And I got to tell you, it looked like a shit show. <laughs> as soon as we pulled into the port, it was just busy, chaotic. It didn't look beautiful. Well, it was, you get off and it's it's an older, it looks like an older port, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and it's, so you, you look at it and it's got kind of like these, dilapidated type of buildings mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, rental car places and they're, you know, a couple of different, different places of food, but they look a little run down and it's hot. I mean, and you're, you're at the bottom of what it feels like a crater. Cause mm-hmm. you look up and I don't know what the, the, the height is, but you I look mean, up, it is, it is, it's breathtaking in the size of it. Like you're looking yeah. up and it's, you're on the edge of you're at the bottom of this That's gigantic cliff. Mm-hmm. Right. And you look up and you're like, that looks like a million miles up. Right? Okay, so listen to this. It looks like this gigantic mountain, volcano, whatever. And then at the very bottom of that, there's like 20 stores and the port. And right. then that's it. There's no ocean. Be- right. Like you can't really see anything, right? But and then as you look closer at the mountain, you see that cars are winding up this mountain to right. get to the top. And then we don't know what happens, but they disappear on the other side. Right. So it was just really impressive, but it was also hotter than the Death Stone. Right. Right. And so you, what's interesting is that at these ports, especially Santorini as well, like it's mayhem because these boats are all coming in at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so these taxi drivers, these rental car places, the food establishments, they're really only open for those boats. It's and like they, the boat no, pulls up, they open their garage doors to their restaurant it's just or whatever. Craziness. And then once the boats are gone, everything shuts down. So, so it's like 15 minutes of chaos and then everything closes. Gone. No gelato, no, no car rental, no restaurant, no nothing. And this is important because we get <laughs> off of the boat and we're like, okay, where's the where's the guy with our name of our uh, right. with our names on it? Little car. Driver's right? supposed to be there. And he's not there. All right. And so I go to the the app because Brianna has this amazing app and has a contact number. So I hit the button, I call the guy, he goes, Oh, he should be there in about five minutes. Uh, he's 15. running. He said he's running a little bit late because of the traffic. Okay. All right. Fine. She says walk over to the blue something and he'll know, meet ferries. you there. All right. All right. Fine. So we walk over. You know, just a couple minutes. He walks over. Says, "Hey, I'm here to take you and, and this other family." So we walk over, and I don't know how this works, but he's delivering our rental car and delivering and, theirs. And, no, and he's the driver for them. Mm-hmm. So they have a nine-person vehicle that he's driving. 
and we have this six passenger vehicle. It's a Mind Fiat you, stick. It's the same vehicle that we did not fit on Noxos right. that we still will not fit on Santorini. So it, although so it's a six passenger vehicle, right. there is no room there for luggage. There is no luggage whatsoever. The, so the, the, sixth, <laughs> the, the fifth and sixth seat are right by the back door of the vehicle. So You we can't get, put one piece of luggage So I go, in. we can't fit in here. He goes, yeah, you won't be able to fit. Can you sign here? And I was like, wait. Literally can, leaves. Can you find us another vehicle? He goes, we don't have any more. Yep. And okay. You, and I believe us. him because it's an island. Right. Like they're not going to have like a back stock of this vehicles. This is an island. And so he's like, he tries to whistle down a transport. Obviously the transport's driving up this massive cliff. And so he goes, I got to go. I got to drive them. And I'm like, all right. So, so I said, we need the van that they have. And he said, there's no more. There's you no got to make it work. So we're like, okay, but we can't. Can you help us flag down a taxi? He goes, there are no more taxis. Remember when we told you everything shuts down? Gone. There's nothing around Everybody now. Everybody is like a ghost town. It went from thousands of people being there to no one. Within 15 minutes. Within 15 minutes. And so we're like, all right. So then we just start putting our luggage and we're like, this is not going to work. <laughs> like, well, we put the luggage in, but now only in. two people fit. And then like now my mom gets in the car, the girls get in the car. I think Jordan is sitting on your lap and it, we're trying to lap it up. And we the just guy, couldn't. And the driver, go, the guy goes, you're you know, going to get pulled you're over. You're going to get pulled over. There's a lot of police here. Not to mention, go to jail not to mention it's a stick shift and I'm sitting on the stick. Right. It's and a stick we shift. just cannot do it. And so now that I think about it, we would not made it up that hill. Absolutely not. Right? So then we, we drive over to the empty, vacant area that everyone left. And there's this couple of guys over there like, hey, hustlers. We find the most shadiest individuals <laughs> on the on the on the island to say, "Hey, can you help us?" And he's like, "Yeah, we can get you a rental car." And he was like, "Oh, he goes know. 130 euros per day." What? I was like, "What? No, we didn't even bro. pay 130 for the van that we rented for four days, right?" And he's like, "Well, there's no other option. There's no taxis. There's no this." And I was I'm like, like, "80." And, and so goes, we negotiate. No, yeah. Like, so we do 100 euros per day. It's a two passenger car. He winds up giving us the four passenger, whatever. It's a total ripoff. So I go to use the restroom. You, I have no idea where they got this car from. Right. Like they just pulled this. It looks like car. it was his homeboy's car. And he's so like, hey, bro, we're about your, to use your car. Borrow your car. But it didn't matter. There was literally no way for us to get out of the port because right. no one was coming to save us. There right. was no one to call. There was no way to be saved. So we had to spend 400 extra euros to rent this vehicle for four more days. And all we needed to do was transport the luggage or we needed a taxi or something. So I go to use a restroom next door at the gelato place that's closing down. And he goes, hey, how much is he charging you for the rental car? And I said, 100 euros. So he starts shaking his head like in disappointment, like mm -hmm. obviously telling me that I said, let me guess they're taking advantage of me. And he in his broken English said, yeah, it's supposed to be 30 to 40 euros a day. So pause, time out. We're going to leave you with another cliffhanger because there's so much to talk about. We have a part three to the Instagram versus reality. Greece gone wrong. Part three coming up next. Oh, God. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Push Podcast. 
hey, we want to hear from you. So if you have a question or there's a particular topic that you want us to tackle and you want us to help you push through, you got to do something for us. You got to go to Apple Podcasts and you got to leave a rating and a review. And in that review, go ahead and leave that question with your Instagram handle so that we can shout you out when we actually answer the question. And we'll talk about that on the podcast and make sure that, hey, this particular podcast is made for you. So leave a rating, leave a review, leave your handle. And until next time, push through.